we are back for another episode of Sunday Secrets. Sunday Secrets, admittedly, are my favorite show of the week, not only because it's short form and it's off the cuff and it's informal, but also because it dives into the things that matter most to me right now, which are helping you grow, scale, and optimize your business. See, I fully know that I have a unique skill set that allows me to help motivated business owners increase their income by as much as three times in as little as 90 days so they're able to spend more time with their family without having fear of their business collapsing. I can share that because I've done it myself. It's crazy how when you figure out what you want to offer to someone, right, the value that you're putting in the marketplace, that this level of self-doubt creeps in. I see it consistently with the clients that I work with in some of my more advanced one-on-one trainings and a little bit in the group. There's this thing that says like, well, how, how do I know if I'm qualified to do what I'm about to do? Well, the direct answer is you don't. But the indirect answer is you do. Let me explain. Right, let's say you feel called and compelled that you own a financial services company. A good client, a good friend of mine has one right now. And as we're perfecting his message and we're growing and scaling his business and his operations, there's been this thing that creeps in the back of his mind, right? What, what does every financial service provider want to go out and do? They want to find clients with money. And really, right, you're almost taught, trained, educated to go out and find clients with the most amount of money. I got to go out and find millionaires and I got to convince them to invest with me, to pull their portfolio into my management structure. Beautiful, right? I love it. But I need to ask a question. What qualifications do you have to actually pull that off? What every individual I've ever spoken to says much the same. Right, well, I have my Series 6 or my Series 7. I have, you know, I'm a, a fiduciary. I've, I've done all these things. I'm an actuary. I have the, the list goes on and on of accreditations in which they paid somebody for to get a sheet of paper that says they know how to do something. And certainly I find value in that. I want to know that the person that's shepherding my investments has the right skill set to do so. But then I ask this client, or I'll ask you right now, well, how much currently do you have under management? Like your own money. How much of your own money have you been able to invest? Well, that number is far less than a million dollars. Rightfully so. Having a million dollars to invest is a healthy sum of money. Well, then, of course, from where I sit, there would be doubt that exists as you're going after people that have a million dollars to give to you. You're doubting yourself because you're not at the position in which you're asking people to arrive at. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's expectations external. I know that as you're hearing this, there are plenty of specific situations in which it's not required. But when I look at my life, me personally, and I go back now five years, I essentially had a negative bank account balance. And if you've listened to 15 Minutes to Freedom, my previous podcast, you know some of the ups and downs, left and rights that existed inside of that time in my life. Needless to say, I thought I was king of the hill. Anything I touched would turn to gold and thought I I had it all figured out. 
And what I ended up figuring out is that I didn't have anything figured out. And any amount of money that I had saved up or stashed away or stored or whatever terminology you want to use was all gone. And it required me to reevaluate where I was at. What was important to me? What was I going to do going forward? And I tried different things. Sold custom clothing. I started my own custom clothing business. Got back into digital marketing. Taught other people digital marketing. Right? Like played around with some different components. And I say played around because all my chips were never on the table in one bucket. I always had multiple irons in the fire and just in case. Right? How many times have you heard that? You should have multiple streams of income. Right? Every millionaire has at least five streams of income. Certainly, but we'll unpackage that in a moment. That's a whole nother level of just absurdity. Same thing with passive income. Come on. Let's, it's almost too much. Right? This is enough content for many episodes. But as I look back now at the previous five years of my life up until this moment, I know everything that I have done to get to this exact moment, and I can go back in time and share time and space with the man I was five years ago, or three years ago, or a year ago, and I feel incredibly confident that if I share what I have been through and all the knowledge I have, it will accelerate that person's path to get to where I'm at in this moment. What that means inside of my business is I can train someone on how to get to seventy or $80,000 a month in income consistently. I know how to do that. What I don't know how to do is make a million dollars consistently. I don't know how to be at $100,000 a month consistently. I don't know why because I'm not there. And so I don't claim to be there. I don't need to be there. Where I need to be is perfecting my craft and my skill in the bucket in which I can operate with ruthless conviction and efficiency. No different than the financial service provider. Right? We don't have to go after people with a million dollars right now. We have to speak to the people that are who we are and the level in which we can play the game of life. And when you service enough of those people from a place of authenticity and integrity, the byproduct of that becomes you now start playing at a different level. Because right? when you can show that you service all those people, then the natural thing would be to bring in other people inside your organization, help them do the same thing you learned how to do, make sure they're eating the king's majority of the, of the food that they kill, but you scale wide and high. And all of a sudden now, you are a million-dollar-year earner. And it becomes easy to talk to other million-dollar-year earners because you are one of them. And so there's no need to have doubt about where you're at or if it's capable of penetrating even a saturated marketplace. Because there's no substitute for your personal experience. But you don't need to fake your experience. The other way to say that is don't fake your experience. We all want to have more than we have now, which is why we do what we do. You're listening to this show looking to achieve something greater. I love you for it. If you're someone that has decided to invest in yourself with some sort of mentor, consultant, trainer, coach, continue education, college degree, you want something more than you have. I love you for it. And over enough period of time, I'm sure if you're like me, you invest in training from someone that is in a position in which you strive to achieve to be in.
What that ends up meaning, my friend, is there's always someone that would change places with you that if we create a metaphorical ladder that we can't see the top of, but it starts at the ground level, right? When you leave high school or you leave college, you're at the ground level and you're slowly climbing this ladder, right? And you're grabbing a rung and you're grabbing a rung and eventually you hop into some continuing education. You find a course online, maybe you pay a consultant or a mentor. And they now accelerate, right? They have these freakishly long arms. They can reach down 20 levels and like yank you up to their level. And it's incredible, right? You just jumped over all the space. But that now affords you the luxury. You're not going to be quite at the coach's level. You're going to be a couple rungs below him because that's the way it works or her. But now you too can reach back and pull people up to the level in which you just arrived because you've had more life experiences. You've done more things that matter. You have a new skill set. And all these things play into your ability to share your message. And this is not just in the coaching world. Don't take this as coaching, right? That's why I brought up something as globally accepted as financial service providers. I help those. I help people inside of you know, a multi-level marketing company. Achieve a whole heightened level of success. I help authors. I help entrepreneurs. This works for any service-related industry. The only thing this doesn't work for is product-based things, right? Like if you're selling a product right now, I get it. The message is different. The cadence is different. Why you're doing it is different. Everything is different. But all of it starts with a level of authenticity and understanding that the doubt that you might have in the moment is because you're trying to talk to the version of you that is existing in the moment right now. I wouldn't pay myself for coaching in this moment because I know what I know. So how could I invest in myself? As crazy as that is to say, it's truthful. But what I can do is hop on a time machine and go back and talk to me a year ago And sit down and say, man, you're about to take a whole bunch of dumb turns here. You don't want to work with 35 one-on-one clients. It's going to wear you out. You don't want to do X, Y, and Z. You don't want to focus just on the personal development space. You want to follow your passion and dive into business because that's where all this stuff starts and stops. That's where it's at. That's how it works. And to me, anybody else that says something different is just blatantly lying. This is supposed to be a process. If you're listening to the the Sunday secret because you want the secret advantage to get ahead in business and you're going to catapult yourself to a heightened level, you will, right? Implement what we're talking about. You'll you'll move quicker. What I can guarantee you is it's not going to be as quick as you want. You will not climb that ladder as quick as you hope because you see all the people at the top, right? They're all on social media. Or so they present with the cars and the houses and the trips and the families and the big businesses and the the e-commerce stuff, the drop shipping stuff. And all that is wonderful. I'm not knocking any of it, but let's get real. You didn't notice them when they didn't have anything because they weren't on your radar because you wouldn't strive to achieve the things that they were achieving if they were at the same level that you were at. You have to set your sights and cast your vision to something greater than you are. 
Do the same thing inside your business. Do the same thing for yourself. It'll make you feel better. And let's talk about this passive income deal. Right, I brought it up and I feel compelled in this moment. Or the five streams of income for every millionaire. I certainly am a big advocate of of multiple sources of income. Why wouldn't I be? I think it's every person's dream, right? A a third of the people I feel like I speak to said, look, Ryan, I I really want help making more money while working less hours. I'm like, high five, my friend. I want the same thing. I do have a system and process to help you get there, but it's going to take more work until that day happens. Are you ready for that? Just, Just my truth. Right? I can't say it is the ultimate truth, but it is certainly my truth. You can build a system and process in your life that helps you work less hours while making more money. I would bet right now, as I brought him up on multiple shows, the Andy Frisella that worked inside of Supplement Superstore that was sleeping on the couch in the back, I bet he physically was at his office, i.e. the store, more hours and was working in a different capacity in a harder manner during that time period. That's not to take away right now that he doesn't work a ton of hours. I, I, don't, I wouldn't know how to quantify that. But what I would guess is he has now more flexibility because he put in so many years of effort working so many hours to get to that point. And so from that place, you get to a, you arrive to an, a time in life if you are doing things the right way, where you have learned a series of systems and processes as it pertains to your specific business that allows you to see all the key performance indicators that are running on in the active and passive background that allow you to begin to make more strategic decisions and to slowly transition from working in your business to working on your business. At that point in your evolution, if you want to work 60 hours a week and you feel like you can excel at your job with incredible diligence and excellence, and you can move from 60 hours a week down to 35 hours a week because you've built the systems and processes and you have scale inside your marketing and your automation, Well, now, of course, the next logical progression would be to potentially backfill some of that time with a new revenue-generating opportunity. From that standpoint, you would follow the same formula. You have a total of 60 hours you want to work, 35 are on the core competency of the main business. That is your bread and butter. You never take your eyes off that. But in the extra 25 hours, you now leverage the thing that you became incredibly elite at inside the first business. And you partner up with someone else in the second because you don't want to have to cover all the blind spots you covered on the first business. That's Einstein's definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You don't do that. You leverage into the second. And over a period of time with this 25 versus 35 hour dedicated work week, that second business too has created its own systems and processes, automations and scalability that allows you to pull back from that. Maybe you can pull back to 10 hours a week as it pertains to that. Now you have a 35 hour and a 10 hour. So you're left with another 15 hours, right? Just following the same formula. Now you could be onto your third revenue generating opportunity. 
Do you, do you see what I'm getting at here? If you're someone like I used to be that had multiple irons in every fire, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing if this thing works over here and eventually I'm going to jump on the one that works the best. Stop. Stop kidding yourself. Like I did that for more years than I care to count. As I share my five-year deal that I had to learn all these lessons, the first two years I spent with a whiteboard inside my home office where I had all the different things that I was quote-unquote a part of or working on and the income opportunity that existed for all of them. I'd call my wife in the office. We'd look at them. I said, look at all the money we can make. If this thing goes the right way and that thing goes the right way and the sun sets in the east now and rises in the west and we, we move things around and the world spins counterclockwise, all this money will come in. We'll be back on top in no time. And all I ended up doing was trying to be a partial servant to many masters, which didn't work at all. I was barely adequate at everything, which is not a good place to be in. At some point, this whole idea of you shouldn't have a plan B actually kind of makes sense. Find out what your purpose is. Find what sets your soul on fire. Find some things that tie into that so work doesn't ever feel monotonous and boring or doesn't feel monotonous and boring all that consistently. And then double down on yourself. Work that until it doesn't work anymore. That's how this all jumps off. This is how this all works. Which is how this five streams of income eventually happens. And sure, we can get into at some point you can leverage this into quote unquote passive income, which is real estate. I owned rental properties before. Sure, was there money that was coming in? Absolutely. But did you have to make sure the house was kept up and things were done the right way? Were there calls that were coming in that you needed to repair or replace something? That Of course, right? So how passive is that really? Maybe had I had more properties under management and had some sort of portfolio manager to handle that, then that would be truly passive. But I didn't have enough properties. And so I couldn't do that. And I share all this from a place of love with you, of course, that I just feel like the past five years of the information I see floating around the internet of this is how it should work is because everybody's trying to sell you a damn course or some sort of pipe dream on some quick and easy way to get there. There are easier and more efficient ways that you don't have to learn the same mistakes as the people that have already learned them. I promise you that. That's how mentorship works. But if you see some sort of something online that's going to teach you how to do this incredibly difficult thing in this incredibly short period of time, I'm going to encourage you to second guess it. And then really ask yourself, are you looking for the quick fix or are you looking for the, the long-term play? And as a young man, right prior to 30, I was always looking for the quick fix. Show me how to make 50 grand in the next 24 hours. That's what I want to do. It just doesn't work that way. But I can teach somebody how to go from 10 grand to 30 grand in 45 days. Because typically, from the outside, you just can't see your business the same way that I can, especially if you're in a service-related industry. Especially if you're in a service-related industry, you can't see your business the way that I can, and you don't really understand marketing and automation, systems, processes, and scale. I know I can do it because I've done it myself. 
because it works, but that's not a pipe dream to me. That's not some pie in the sky number because you already have an established business. I'm working on a business incubator type of idea as well, where you have the idea, you just don't know where to start and you want to take it to market. I'm going to create a complimentary resource. I don't know when it's going to come out, but in the process, something I'm really excited about is showing you how to do the research to see if it's a viable, executable idea and an estimation on how much capital you should expect to invest before seeing a return on that money. Some things are very low, right? If you want to have a Shopify store that drop ships product, you might not have a big upfront expense until you get to the marketing and media buying. But that has to play into the financial model. I have something called the business blind spot audit that exists right now that starts to show entrepreneurs what that looks like. And it's all part of my nine-step process that I walk clients through. And I might release it as a standalone opportunity, but I'm not quite there yet. All this stuff has been designed in such a way that you can learn from mistakes that I have made or you find someone else and learn from their mistakes and you progress forward. But as you do that, keep in the back of your mind. It's going to take work. It's going to take consistency. It's going to take you doing things that make you uncomfortable. If you want to remain comfortable, expect to grow really, really slowly, if at all. Comfort is not where your dreams sit, my friend. You're going to have to push outside of them. And from that place, I'm Ryan Idell, wishing you truly unlimited success.